Dearly beloved brothers and sisters, I greet you in the name of the Father, the Holy Spirit. Today it gives me a great joy to come to you with another Lenten devotional from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, starting from verse 17 to verse 20. Here it goes. For Herod himself had given orders to have John arrested, and he had him bound and put in prison. He did this because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife whom he had married. For John had been saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So Herodias nursed a grudge against John and wanted to kill him. But she was not able to, because Herod feared John and protected him, knowing him to be righteous and holy man. When Herod heard John, he was greatly puzzled, yet he liked to listen to him. In those days when John the Baptist started his ministry, the entire region of Judea was full of morally corrupt political, religious, economic, and public leaders. He was sent into that corrupt system. That region was controlled by the Roman Empire. Since the Roman Empire was ruled by Caesar from, the, from a distance, the emperor was sending all kinds of appointees to govern various territories. In the middle of this socio-political arrangement, the entire social fabric was open for unrestrained moral corruption. They were far away from the center. Caesar was not watching them. All he cared was getting his taxes and getting his custom, getting his money and getting all his gifts back to Rome. But these appointees ruling from a distance were doing whatever they, whatever they uh, please. In the middle of such corrupt socio-political and socio-economic dispensation, John the Baptist started his mission and ministry calling people to repentance in baptism. He was confronting whatever he saw head-on, without any fear and without any restraint. His ministry was truly prophetic. He was counter-cultural. He was not going with the flow, and he was critical, and he was open, he was bold, and he was sharp. He was not discriminating or categorizing and classifying people based on their status, race, color, or even their political office. He was confronting anyone who was living a life that was dishonoring to God, including Herod. When he saw moral corruption in his marriage arrangement, he spoke against it boldly and openly. That is what we call speaking the truth to power. That is true prophetic ministry. You know, sometimes in this culture, the church tries to befriend the world. We try to be very cozy with the culture. And we are not called to do that. We, in the church of Jesus Christ today, are called to give witness that is countercultural. We are light in the darkness. We are salt of the world. We are not there to mince our words and sign some kind of protocol and arrangement and agreement with the world. But we are called to be countercultural, radical, truthful, honest, and to bring the shining light of Jesus Christ in the middle of darkness without any compromise or apology. Today we live in the middle of morally corrupt society. We see rules and laws of God being ignored, neglected, and disobeyed to greater extents. 
The word of God and all its instructions are undermined by so many individuals in institutions, including the church. That's why in 2009, when decisions were taken, we exited from our previous denomination and formed a new church body that is called to be the light in darkness. A new church body that is going to be Christ-centered, traditionally grounded on the scripture, mission-driven, and a church that is going to serve the cause of Jesus Christ alone. However, speaking the truth to power in confronting such a morally decadent social fabric is a very costly adventure. As we see in this story, it costed John his precious life. But still, if John wanted to avoid this, there was no way around this public and openly known incident other than confronting it head on and glorifying the name of God. May God help us and give us his grace to be bold, open and outgoing when it comes to dealing with these kinds of moral decay and obvious disobedient God. Jesus went to the cross and died explicitly, openly, not to be in agreement with the culture. The culture killed him. The world killed him. Popularity killed him. Populism killed him. The hateful nature of social fabric killed him. Jesus could have gone with the flow, but he refused that. But knowing that there is resurrection in life after death and eternity and divinity and authority and the love of his father, he went to the cross just like John. That is what we are called to do. To stand bold and tall and to, to speak the truth of Jesus Christ in love, but without any compromise. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that without you we have no courage or boldness to stand up and confront what we see is wrong. But when the fire of the Holy Spirit is burning within our bones, there is no way that we can bypass it quietly or silently. When we see things that will not glorify your name, help us to point it out and call people to repentance. Today we pray that you give us your powerful grace to fill us with the fire of the Holy Spirit to stand up and confront whatever is not glorifying you in our culture, in our society, in our time. By doing so, help us to honor and glorify the name of Jesus Christ, who went to the cross, died and was buried and raised on the third day to give you glory and to give us victory over everything. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.